Hello, uh, my name is Brad. I am the host of Conversations with Cancer, and I am joined today by my very first guest and special guest. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Chanel. And uh, I've met you a few years back, um, just before I got diagnosed with cancer, actually. And I do yeah. remember you, you um, telling me about yours. And I can't really remember because my mind is foggy, but I don't know if I had a million questions for you then. But I've got a few for you tonight. And uh, thank you for coming on and sharing with me. It's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, just a, like a like a brief description of yeah what you went uh, well of what you got diagnosed with just so we can and we'll go from there. So I was twenty seven, and I was diagnosed with stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma, and they estimated I by the time it was found they guessed I had roughly three to four weeks left to live because of how aggressive and severe it had gotten. So it was pretty pretty intense. And I just had a baby, so my son was only, I think, 18 months old. So the way we'd figured it out was the cancer had actually been growing whilst I was pregnant, and none of us had any idea. Far out. So that was, yeah, that's yeah, that... what, <laughs> eight, nine years ago now? Yeah, that's, uh, well, congratulations for beating you, that's for sure. That would have been a, uh, I can't really relate, um, but I sort of sympathize i can't i sort of can relate but uh being told you've only got like three or four weeks to live um i wouldn't have the slightest idea of what to do can you uh take us back to that day and like like what was going through your mind if you if you can remember i same as you we don't you know the fog we don't have much memory of it but i remember walking into the doctor's office with my mum because my husband at the time was at work and dealing with the baby and she kind of hadn't seen the PET scan as before we had the appointment and she kind of just opened it and just went, oh, shit, I'm really sorry. And, you know, you don't need to hear that from your haematologist. And then she just went, look, you you don't have much at all. You, you may not make it. So I don't remember much after that. Um, from what I've gathered from mum, mum through all the questions out of what can we do, why is it so aggressive, so on and so forth. Um, I just, I went numb. I went to shock, I guess. Um, yeah, it was more of a case after that of, cool, so let's get into business. What's, what's the next step? And they said, look, you start chemo within the next 24 to 48 hours. There was no... I had no preparation. It was just get in and get it done. And if I could beat it, that would have been great. And obviously yeah. it did. But I think yeah. um, that probably played a, a, like a role in um, like just going from like that news to, into 24 to 48 hours and, and like starting that fight. It, it didn't give you that chance, you know, uh, you just absorbed it. And then just hit it, hit it head on while it was still fresh. You didn't like I, I like I've only just started this, but I haven't like when. Hopefully, I get to talk to more and more people and find yeah. out down the line. But it sounds to me like yeah, you didn't really give it a chance to let it eat your let you eat your way, so to speak. Yeah, there wasn't a chance to think about what was going on. It was all right. This is this is happening, and this is how we're going to attempt to do something, if anything. 
um, yeah, so just balls to the wall, we went for it. Yeah, really. that's wild. Man. Didn't have an yeah, option, did I? <laughs> no, well, no. Well, yeah, you had two options, really, and that was to fight it. Yeah, or either just, or fight just... it or lay down and die. And I have yeah. a new baby, so I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> uh, you don't want to leave your kids behind. No way. Goodness, no. Um, like, I know, yeah, brain fog's a big one, especially after chemo and stuff. I'm People forever asking, uh, and you know, I'll try the best of my memory as well in the coming episodes to to bring as much as I can um so but like hindsight on the whole thing and if it prevents awareness for somebody else then uh, like you know it'll be great but do you remember any um like symptoms or anything leading up to your diagnosis oh my gosh I went unfortunately a hospital nearly got sued from it I was misdiagnosed for about a year I had every textbook symptom of Hodgkin's lymphoma. It started with um, my liver shutting down, which they tried to blame it on a Nurofen overdose. I wasn't taking Nurofen. Um, Then my hair was falling out. I was losing a lot of weight. I was jaundice. Um, I got the bone pain, which is the most intense thing I've had in my life. And I've had two children. The bone pain was, it was crippling. And it was triggered by alcohol. So I would have a sip of beer or whatever I was drinking at the time and it would it would paralyze me. Then the night sweats came and I was sweating through the mattress, caught doubled up with the bone pain and just general pain from the cancer growing. Yeah, it was a lot and I was dismissed a lot from the hospital going, or you're hypochondriac or you've just had a baby. The pain's normal. Um, Oh, obviously you might have hepatitis C from the liver shut down the jaundice. And then when the lump came up in my neck, I ended up just at my normal doctor who was fantastic. And she just went, Oh, something's not right. And sent me to Charlie's and Charlie's picked it within half an hour that I had lymphoma of some sort. And then they started the testing process and it was just, it was a blur after hitting Charlie's. They just smashed me through all sorts of tests and biopsies and stuff I would never want to go through again because I do remember some of the pain. But yeah, it went from, yeah, just being dismissed for a year to having a diagnosis within two weeks. So it was, it was pretty yeah, that's, intense. Uh, that's intense. Um, I did read. Oh, we've just lost her. Um, She's frozen. I will get her back. That's okay. Uh, just like on the um, side of hers. Um, one thing you notice with the Hinchkin, uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma is the. Um, lumps and stuff that do grow um so uh we got it back now it's all good a little bit of technical a little bit of technical difficulties i got most of that i just as you went off i did had something up about the hodgkin's lymphoma anyway and you were just finishing about the lump on your neck and i was just explaining like that that obviously um so what it's like it, it well, Hodgkin lymphoma is a type of cancer that affects the lymphatic system, which is part of the body's germ-fighting immune system. Correct. Uh, 
in yeah white blood cells called lymph like I won't be able to say that lymphocytes grow out of control causing like swollen lymph nodes and growth throughout your body um so that is that what that came up on your neck you had one on that your was neck? so the scar is still there it's oh it just like a big old hole in my neck now I've got tattoos all over it yeah. um yeah so that's what showed up and that was the big sign that there was something wrong um when they found it it was in my bones my blood system every single organ I lit up like a Christmas tree it is yeah yeah and the only physical sign of it outside of my body was just this little seven centimeter lump in my neck and obviously they removed that and just yeah I got unofficially diagnosed with cancer when I was going in for the second biopsy. So they did the needle biopsies and they did the removal and they just went, oh, yeah, we just got to get, you know, we found the cancer cells, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there going, what do you mean cancer? No, I haven't spoken to, I hadn't met my hematologist at that point. So it was kind of up in the air as to what they were talking about. And so I've run home to my husband. I'm going, look, they've just mentioned the word cancer. I don't understand. I don't know what's going on. Oh, it was just, oh, it was a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um... Very, yeah. It can like the the c word can be uh yeah it's pretty dangerous <laughs> um right it's a day like yeah uh it can cause a, a lot of emotions and stuff i do um remember telling my partner at the time about it well when i first got diagnosed i didn't tell her she was going to into a class to be a, a pt and i mm. said oh it's all right you know nothing's wrong i'll uh tell you afterwards that was a big mistake <laughs> Um, yeah don't do that yeah um yeah so any of those sort of symptoms like in hindsight do you think if you'd like six months in you could have like someone could have diagnosed it properly it could have been very easily diagnosed with uh, even stage one or stage two but it was just bad procedures from the um, hospital i guess it's incredible. Like it's a, I like I don't know, I don't really believe in that sort of stuff. But like, um, it is a, like a miracle. But maybe your body, you're just a, like your body's just uh, a fighter. It's a natural fighter. Yeah, that's kind of what we put it down to. I think it's because I didn't sit back and I didn't cry. I didn't put an emotion towards it. I kind of just head down, and I I had no option. It was, yeah. you know, I had my baby and I had two stepkids at that stage. So, they, you know, I'm not going to leave them without a mum. Yeah. It's like sometimes, and, it's like um, with my daughter, uh, she's like, she was born sick. So she's mm. been fight. she was fighting her. She doesn't know any different apart from no, two fights. I remember your daughter, yeah. Yeah. So like to, yeah. So I think sometimes it just comes down. Yeah. Uh, you're just a born fighter. And then yeah. it, it it just wasn't it wasn't meant to be. You were meant to be. Uh, the way I viewed it during and after the fight was, if you let it get to you and you get upset and you dwell on it, it's going to affect the way your body fights it. But if you stick to oh, it sounds so cliche, but if you stick to a positive mindset, your body reacts to that and feels your energy, and it will help you know fight the disease. Yeah. I mean, it like, um, I hate it. <laughs> like I struggle with my mental side for years now, even after like before cancer, it's a bit worse off now 
but like um lately yeah i've been living off that trying like just anything finding the positives in the negatives finding any little thing like to that'll give you hope or like not like and um just you know putting a friend of mine cameron he yeah he's always about putting putting it out there in the universe sort of thing and then just like manifesting that, that way through positive energy yeah and like um, like I am not a spiritual person or anything like that, but you know, what's the point in thinking the like the negative way all the time? You know, yeah, it puts like you in a negative space, and that's yeah. how you remain unwell. And then, yeah, yeah, exactly. And you just dwell, and then you, yeah, I, I would imagine you would just dwelled in your own self, uh, like sort of like, oh, why me, sort of thing. I'm, yeah, I'm sure, I still I'm, have, you know, uh, you still, eight, nine I still, years on, I still have them. Still have the why me moments as well. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I um, it's not what I really meant. I meant like you know you don't um, uh, yeah, like instead of saying like why me, you just you just went and fought it, and then afterwards, yeah, (laughs) afterwards, once it was done, I just sat back and went, oh shit, I have just been, I have fought for my life, and you know, even now that I'm cleared, I was cleared two years ago, three, two, two, three years ago. But I still sit back and go, fuck, why why did that happen to me? You know, I was I was healthy, I was fit. There was no reason for it for me for me to get it. It's not a hereditary thing. Like, you know, there's cancer in my family. My mum's had every cancer imaginable and I've not had that. But I got, you know, thrown this fucking blood cancer out of out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was working, I had yeah. Bubby, I was fit. Yeah. And it just threw it. For about, it probably all, yeah. it all, it all paid a like it paid a played a part. I mean, in probably you beating it, uh, being fit and stuff. Um, you know, I've sort of like let myself go at the moment, but I was pretty pretty fit when I like I got cancer. I was at the skinniest I'd ever been since high school. I was like yeah. riding, um, like thirty odd k's a day on a bike. Back then? Yeah, yeah, I was. I was training, to, like, yeah, I was learning how to be a PT, hmm. um, yeah, and yeah, I just got hit with, um, yeah, the diagnosis. I, I like, I think I explained it to um, on another episode, but I don't know if you quite knew. Like, I actually um, actually went, um, I actually went in the same sort of thing. Uh, like, I went in, and the doctor, I didn't have my regular doctor. And yeah, he just said I had a um, uh, what do they call it? A hemorrhoid. Yeah. So he actually felt he actually felt around in there and said you got a hemorrhoid. Just take it easy, maybe just uh, not ride your bike as much. Oh my and goodness! And the next like... next day, my doctor, yeah, the original doctor, my original doctor, she came in. I can't remember her name. I wish I could so I can thank her. But she came in the next day. And said, oh, what was he in for? And just had a look over and I had some blood out of there and stuff. And she just sent me through for a colonoscopy the following week. Mm. And oh, they, could, they, they couldn't even get the camera. They couldn't even get the camera past it. How the, big was the, the camera? Was that huge, wasn't it? Uh, it was a, like a, so it was a great, it was the biggest tumor. So it was a grade four tumor, but it was only, I think, stage three cancer. Yeah. So I, I, sort, I sort of got lucky with that. Uh, in terms of so I, then yeah they just smashed me full of I was exactly the same as you within a week I had surgery within yeah. two weeks I was on chemo chemo and radiation I had no like 
I think the only time I have mentioned it before, the only time I thought about it was the um, the night the night before. So on the Monday, I was going to meet my prof- uh, professor. Well, I lost her name is, and she was going to tell me how bad it was, and that was probably the only time I I sat up at night, had a thought about it, and I sort of like just come to peace with my life because <laughs> yeah. being someone filled with anxiety, being someone that's always been filled with anxiety, I was just like, you know, I think I'm done here. Yeah, I think the one but, time I cried was the night I started the chemo because I was actually allergic to it. So I had a, oh, like a mild anaphylactic reaction to the chemo and I was hospitalised yeah. instantly because, you know, I'm bleeding and swelling. It was just a whole thing. And that's the one time I cried because it scared the shit out of me. You know, this thing is supposed to be saving my life and it could ultimately kill me, in, like, you know, very quickly. So for my chemo, yeah. I was put to sleep. Every time. Far so, and how long was that for? It was nine months. Yeah. And it nine was, months of chemo? Yeah. Because that was IV chemo and I had to take home, you know, the pills they give you. Because I couldn't do radiation because yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. have tumours as such. Everything was just running. The cancer was just, you know, barreling through my system. And I didn't have a pick line or a port because I was scared the baby would pull it out. So I had fresh cannulas every day stuck in my body. It was... Yeah, I still don't like needles. Was, um, <laughs> was that Monday? Like, how how often were you going in for chemo? So I had a twenty one day cycle. So it would be Monday, yep. Tuesday, Wednesday. Then I'd get a break. It was just, I think, yeah, I think it was every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then there'd be another week, another day during that cycle. I don't really remember, but I feel like that's about right. It was like three days. Yeah, that's all right. Four days, three days, four days, something like that. So when I wasn't in hospital having chemo, how, I was in hospital. Do you remember? Hmm? Uh, how, how long for the day, like just say the Monday you went in, was it an all-day thing? Yeah. I'd be in there probably oh, okay. at seven. So it was a two-hour drive to the hospital from where we were living, and I'd be in at seven, and we wouldn't get out till. I don't know, I don't think I was getting home till dark. So it was, yeah, pretty intense. And then, yeah, the days I wasn't in there having chemo, yeah. I was in there having infections and low blood counts and the whole shebang that went with it. So weeks at a time I was just living in the hospital. Was, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I died once. Um, so that you, was fun. Apart from like, you what, sorry? I died once in 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 the hospital. They, they brought me back. That was that was a thing. <laughs> I laugh at it now. That's <laughs> yeah. Like if you, well, I mean, if you don't laugh, you'll cry, sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not going to ask you. <laughs> I don't want to ask you about that because yeah, I had a huge fear of death, and I, it's not a, a band aid I want to rip off yeah, just yet. There, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Shit, if that helps, I. Died from the steam in the shower is what took me out. I had zero, no white blood cells. I was neutropenic and the shower overheated me and I came out of the shower, collapsed, took the food down with me. So they found me butt naked covered in food. And I was like, you know what? That is the best way to go out. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And the only thing I recall from the, the death, as we call it, was I was floating above my son's cot. That's pretty much the only thing I remember and then I was I was back so it was yeah 
thing and my I had a daughter obviously we all know I had a baby after the chemo and she likes to tell people that mum died in the shower covered in food so it's a fun story (laughs) to tell people oh well you know yeah you're here to tell the story so that's the main thing yeah which is very (laughs) Um, very relieving so and like how like how are things now like you're what, let's say you're seven, did you say seven years on? Eight years, eight years now, because my daughter's seven. So I'm eight, eight years. Eight, eight years on? Yeah. Yeah. I was cleared to two or and, three and years ago. Know, like, Go. Hang on, just, <laughs> you're, just, you're just freezing up there. That's all right. <laughs> um, so, like, do you feel any, oh. Do you feel any effects from it now? Yeah. Like from your chemo and stuff, anything like always, that? Always long-term effects. I've got um, neurological damage, so my nerve endings. I've got no feeling in my fingertips. I get uh, – yep. I've had three mini strokes, so the left side of me has dropped. I can see it. People that don't know can't see it, but I can see the left side has dropped. I get um, facial nerve pain, so the whole left side of my face and head will, I can't touch my hair, I can't touch my skin. It is intense pain and I still, yeah, the memory thing, obviously that's never going to change. My short-term memory is bonkers. I don't, I have repeated conversations with people. Yeah, I know that all too well. It sucks. <laughs> I yeah. it like so many times, especially when I was uh, going through my chemo, just asking like two or three times the same questions and stuff. Mm. Uh, yeah, my fingertips are done. Um, I've just still got feelings in them, but um, yeah, I, my typing and stuff is just terrible, like when I'm texting and stuff. Um, yeah. I find too, like I, I'll just t- like – I'm already having a conversation with that person in my head and like I've already like typed like a message and then they'll just be like, what are you on about? And then it's like, oh, you know, I, and then I've like totally missed like half the question that I was meant to ask them because I've already thought that I've had that conversation with them. Yes. That so is a thing. It's, it, it's, it's wild. <laughs> and this, like they're the sort of things that they don't, like this is why I started it. Like I want to talk to people. So like if people um, do get diagnosed and they want to like, they want some real, like some real answers and then they can listen to this and they like, cause I don't remember the doctor ever telling me that I was going to lose like feelings in my fingers. And no. My, my, my memory was going to be, my memory was going to be shot. Or, There's a lot. I was going to have bloody chemo. And, and the mouth sores. I mean, they, like, they, they warn you about the mouth sores, yeah, but they the don't. Yeah, mouth sores. Oh, they're a thing, weren't they? And and the cravings yeah, and the only thing you so can really special... taste at the time is like salt, and then you can't eat the salt because it burns. It's just oh, and the ongoing tiredness. I'm still well, I've mentioned... constantly fatigued. Yeah, see, I don't know. Like my, I'm different. Like, um, so I don't know if it's because of my age. Or if it's because of chemo, I'm not too sure what's going on. Like I've slowed like right down 
and like my knees are shot, my back, like my back is killing me constantly. Yes, no, my knees are done and um, with my job, I, you know, I'm constantly moving around and climbing in and out of things and all you hear is crack, crack, crack anytime I bend a knee. Like, because the chemo, I know the chemo I was on, yeah. but, you know, every chemo is different, but it took all the fluid out of my joints and only some of it has come back, but I, that was either the chemo or the steroids, I can't remember. But, yeah, it sucked the fluid out of the joints. Yeah. So everything creeps and groans now, and I'm like, mate, I'm nearly 40. I, you know, I'm still relatively fit. I shouldn't sound like a popping candy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. i got to wrap it up a little bit short. I can hear the baby crying. I would have Not loved true. to have kept chatting with you. Maybe, I, uh, maybe I'll tee you up. Uh, I've got a, a young bloke from, I think he's in Queensland at the moment. Uh, he's growing a beard for December. He's only 17 and like he's lost a, a few family members to bowel oh. cancer. So I think I'm hoping to get him on in the next week or so. But if not, I'll get you back on next Monday and we'll continue this chat. Yeah. Uh, I still got, now I'll listen back to this later and I'll, um, I'll, I'll probably think of a, a, a shitload more of questions. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah, you now, do. But for now, we'll f- wrap it up. Yes. <laughs> um, we'll wrap it up for now. And have you just one thing, uh, like just a message to just say like somebody that's just been diagnosed, what would you What would you like, if you could be there like, with all your experience, what would you tell them? Just to not be afraid. That's the main thing is don't be afraid of what you're about to go through. You will get support and talk about it. Do not hide it. Talk about how you're feeling. Talk to your family, your friends. Keep everyone in the loop as to how you're feeling. And, yeah, yeah. that's one thing I didn't do and I regret it and I wish I had been more open about how I actually felt. And, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, this I'm, I want to give you the platform so you can, you know, you can tell people now, and maybe next week how you feel, and give all your thanks if there's anyone you want to thank and stuff like that. Oh, hundred um, percent. But from there, yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for the chat. Um, that's right. For anybody that's listening, just on Spotify, uh, conversation with cancer. Um, follow us on Instagram or follow me on Instagram. I'm used to saying us because of my, my, yeah, you've my got brother's the other podcast. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I want to do more. Um, but yeah, thank you for that. Um, we'll leave it there. And I'll, yeah, if nothing, if nothing else is on, I'll talk to you next Monday. Definitely. No worries. Thank you for that. See you. See you everyone. Bye. <laughs>